I'm Christina McIntyre. And I'm Scott McIntyre. Welcome to the Enduring Hope Podcast, where we encourage you to trust God in every circumstance. One of the defining characteristics of our culture is confusion. In fact, I've heard it said we're in a literal battle of ideas. If you spend any time on social media, you know that's true. Contradictory claims are made almost everywhere we look, and for those of us seeking objective truth in the midst of such an emotionally charged landscape, it can be overwhelming. It's a little like when I'm standing on the corner of a busy intersection as a blind person. I hear so many voices, so many engines and other sounds. If I haven't been equipped to navigate that space or I'm not wise in applying what I know, I could get into trouble really fast. I need wisdom. That's a great example. And don't forget to mention those really quiet cars, the electric ones, that are difficult for a blind person to distinguish. Those will sneak up on you. (laughs) (laughs) Those can be some of the most dangerous. The Bible often encourages believers to seek wisdom above all things, but it's important to remember there are different kinds of wisdom. Not all are profitable. 1 Corinthians 3.19 teaches that there's a big difference between worldly wisdom and godly wisdom. It says, For the wisdom of this world is folly with God. The book of Proverbs often contrasts the wise and the foolish and tells us that we get wisdom when we learn to live in the fear of the Lord. Living in the fear of the Lord doesn't mean being terrified of a harsh taskmaster, but respecting him, obeying him, submitting to his discipline, and worshiping him in reverence. It's knowing how deeply he loves us, acknowledging his presence, and desiring to please him rather than the world with the things we say and do. Jesus highlighted the difference between godly wisdom and worldly wisdom in his Sermon on the Mount in Matthew chapters five through seven. Several times he contrasts two ideas with the phrase, you have heard that it was said, that's the worldly wisdom. And then, but I tell you, and that's the godly wisdom he goes on to share. Godly wisdom leads not to selfish gain, but to furthering God's redemptive plans. In Psalm 119 verses 97 to 100, the psalmist agrees. Oh, how I love your law. It is my meditation all the day. Your commandment makes me wiser than my enemies, for it is ever with me. I have more understanding than all my teachers, for your testimonies are my meditation. I understand more than the aged, for I keep your precepts. God wants his children to have godly wisdom and tells us we can boldly ask him for it. In James 1 verse 5, it says, If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God who gives generously to all without reproach and it will be given him. One of the most well-known examples of this is King Solomon. There was a time when God gave Solomon permission to ask for anything he wanted. And we see how he responded in 2 Chronicles chapter 1, verse 10. Give me now wisdom and knowledge to go out and come in before this people, for who can govern this people of yours, which is so great? Solomon's request for godly wisdom was granted, along with a lot of favor from God. Unfortunately, in his later years, Solomon exchanged godly wisdom for sinful passions and suffered for it. 1 Kings 11, 9-10 records the tragic results. And the Lord was angry with Solomon because his heart had turned away from the Lord, the God of Israel, who had appeared to him twice and commanded him concerning this thing, that he should not go after other gods, but he did not keep what the Lord commanded. When we ask for godly wisdom, we must resist the urge to filter it through our own understanding. God's ways are much higher and better than our own, and sometimes his ways are difficult to follow. But 
Psalm 111.7 reminds us that all the works of his hands are faithful and just. All his precepts are trustworthy. If I take us back to that picture of standing on the corner of a busy intersection, unable to see every possible danger in front of me, I can try to follow the crowd and just do what feels right in the moment without a thought about the repercussions. And it might be fun. I might even make it across a few city streets unscathed, but eventually I'm going to get hurt. On the other hand, if I've taken time to seek wisdom about how to use a cane, how to understand traffic patterns, and better yet, even consulted the people who planned and built the roads, I'm going to have all the information I need to make it safely across. Life is filled with unknowns, and none of us can predict every danger that awaits us on our journey. But just like we can trust that a builder knows his construction and how it is best utilized, preserved, and enjoyed. We can trust that God, the creator of all things, knows his creation intimately and has the perfect manual for how life should be lived. Godly wisdom helps us make the right choices when it counts. If you're ever feeling confused or struggling with a situation, and we all do, seek godly wisdom and then rest in the godly wisdom of Proverbs 3, 5 to 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. If you have a question, you need prayer, or you need help taking the next step in your spiritual journey, please reach out to us on scottmcintyre.com. We would love to hear from you.